passing Live this life But son, we don't see shit She caught my eye Man, make my wife I know she wanna be saved She sending a time Have a good night Welcome back, everyone, to Inside the Dome. I am John Dodaro. I am joined with Carlin Jacob and making his, I guess I should say, YouTube debut as well, uh, special guest speaker, Lance Johnson, hey, is back that, with us. Is that a boy, Lance? What's up, everybody? How you doing? Hey, man, I'm doing pretty good. I'm just hyped up for the fall break, and now I'm here with you guys. How are we all doing? Splendid. Absolutely splendid. Yeah, like Lance said, uh, RWVU fall break is just around the corner. So that's also why this college football episode is dropping on Thursday and not Friday. So because Lance and I are getting out of here early. So we're very excited. But like I said, too, this episode is on YouTube. I know this week in the NFL week four edition was not on YouTube. We recorded that very late, and we just didn't have time to put it on YouTube. But this episode will be on YouTube as well as all of the Spotify, or not Spotify, all of the podcast platforms, including Spotify, I should say. But today, oh, I love doing these episodes. I really do. College Football Week 6 Preview. We are already at We're week cruising, six. dude. We're cruising. We it are feels really like NFL is going slower than normal and college is going really fast. Is that just me? I mean, NFL's week four heading into week five. Yeah, I mean, honestly, you are kind of right. It feels like college. I mean, we're already at the bye weeks now for college and all hey, that. we're at bye weeks for NFL, too. That is it's true. almost halfway through the season. It is. I mean, that's that one thing, true. too. College, college football is <laughs> not as long in general. So, uh some things to mention before we do our predictions. We will be predicting 15 matchups this week. It's actually the least amount of predictions we've ever done. But Penn State's on a bye week. So, I know we like talking about Penn State in depth. They're on a bye week as well as WVU. So, normally we like saying WVU stuff, but they're on a bye week. And, so and what? And what? Um, and what? Who won last week, John? Who won last week? You said we wouldn't you... talk about them this week. And we're not. Who won last week, though? Are you talking about WVU? I'm talking about good old Rocky Top. Oh, my God. Okay, yeah, we're not there yeah, yet. We're not there yeah. yet. No, because Rocky Top's on a bye. I was waiting for that one. Oh, they're on a bye? Rocky Top is on a bye. So, okay, okay. You okay. said we want to talk about them this week. But exactly. That's I, I played S- ahead. I knew. And I knew. Rocky Top, you'll always be home sweet home to me. Good old Rocky Top. Rocky Top, Tennessee. I was waiting for that all week just to listen to that. That was so nice, Carlin. Okay. Rocky Top for owning Spencer Rattler this week. Uh, thank you for that. I appreciate it. John predicted it wrong. 
Uh, no, but seriously, good win for Tennessee uh, and good win for Penn State. We're not going to talk about them or WVU. They're all on their bye this week. Uh, there might be other teams that we forgot to mention, but those are the key notes. And Tennessee's just fun to mention because John gets annoyed. <laughs> yeah, so fine. Blood went all the way into his microphone for that part there. <laughs> it probably won't. It probably won't sound like he did in the final version, but he did. See, the best part is, is if you don't go follow us on YouTube, go do it. Because John takes out his headphones every time we do that. Yeah, I, I do. Because <laughs> he does it so loud. Um, and it's... To the mic, and I'll put him in, and I'll do it immediately oh. again, just to it off. Oh, <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay. Anyways, you were moving. saying. Yeah. Yes, moving on. Those are the teams on their bye week. So, sorry, Tennessee. That's all you're getting. So, let's get into it, shall we? Uh, first matchup. Whoa, whoa, we whoa, will... whoa, whoa, whoa. You meant you forgot to mention two things. Okay, yep, yep. I know what you're talking about. Okay, I'll do it. Uh, before we get into the matchups, I got so distracted because Carlin started singing. Um, college game day will be at Oklahoma versus Texas for the Red River rivalry game. So, that game will be in Texas. Texas State well. Fair. Yep. And we will be previewing that very early in the episode. So that game's happening. And some little switches in the top 25 as well. Uh, Louisville and Kentucky have entered the top 25. And we'll get into Kentucky a bit later because in terms of predictions last week, they were an interesting team. But Florida, I can't believe we picked Florida, but we did. Or at least Carlin and I did. Florida's out and Kansas is out. But honestly, when we talk about Texas, I'll mention Kansas a little bit more because I do feel bad for Kansas and what happened to them. But now, now I think it's time we get into the matchups. So the first matchup we will talk about is Maryland traveling to Ohio State, ranked number four still. Ohio State coming off of a little bye week after beating Notre Dame two weeks ago. So Ohio State's at home. They are playing Maryland. Maryland has never beaten Ohio State. But right now, though, Maryland is 5-0 and at the moment. Unranked. I'll tell you who they beat right now. So, so far, they beat Virginia. They beat Indiana. They beat Michigan State. Beat Charlotte. And beat Towson. 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 Um, Towson, yes. Towson. So now they're playing Ohio State. And Ohio State is 4-0, and like I said, they just recently beat Notre Dame. So let's start with our predictions, shall we? Carlin, you're first. As Ohio always. State or so, Maryland? Spreads minus 19 and a half. Let's think about this for a minute. Is Maryland going to march in to the horseshoe and win a game against Ohio State? Ohio State barely beat Notre Dame. Uh, I think they they were on their bye week last week, so they didn't play. Yeah, but they, they haven't were. been playing well. That Notre Dame game and Ohio State game, they haven't been playing to Ohio State standards. Let's put it okay. that way. Okay, that's fair. They've been playing well, but they haven't been playing to Ohio State standards. Um, with that being said, uh, the Notre Dame Ohio State game was a very defensive game. Some may say that. Uh, Notre Dame lost that game because they only had 11 men on, uh, sorry, 10 men on the field, 11's regulation. So I may say that it didn't matter. I truthfully don't think it would have mattered. I think they would have scored that touchdown anyways. One man is a huge difference, but 
I think just the momentum Ohio State was driving down the field was going to happen. But Maryland's coming in to the horseshoe. It's a noon game. It's Ohio State all the way. But 19 and a half is the spread. I think Maryland will cover it for sure, 1,000%. I can put good faith in Maryland covering it. Lance, your thought. Maryland going in Ohio State at noon. Well, Ohio State needs to start fast on the offense. And if they don't, Maryland could definitely take advantage of that because their offense, I think, is a little bit faster. Like they've been ranked fourth in the Big Ten for first quarter scoring. So they could take advantage of the game and score early in the first quarter, which would give Ohio State some trouble. So, but the problem with Maryland is that they're not good up front in protecting Talia Tugovailoa. They have allowed overall this season 29 sacks. That is a lot. And that is like the third most in the Big Ten. So Talia is not getting much help up front. So I think the Buckeyes are going to bring the pressure on Talia Tugovailoa and give him less time to make decisions. And just like Carlin said, Ohio State is Ohio State. I think they're more battle-tested, and I think they'll be able to take control of this game pretty firmly. So I got the Buckeyes on this one. Yeah. Um, one thing, too, um, you do mention uh, Talia Tagovailoa, the brother of Tua. Uh, last game against Indiana, he had six total touchdowns that game. So he had a very good game. He's honestly not a bad quarterback at all. But I do like Ohio State maybe slightly more than you, Jakey. But... um. Ohio State's been good. They did beat Notre Dame, and I thought they would. And that game was very close. And I think beating Notre Dame, I give them a lot of respect for that. I really do. I think Kyle McCord is really developing. Uh, He still has great weapons. So I will say, though, their next biggest matchup will be two weeks from now when they play Penn State. And that game will be incredible, most likely. That game will be be at Ohio State. Probably not. So, it's TBD it's, right now. So yeah, it's to be determined. But honestly, yeah, it could be a nighttime game. That'd be epic. I'm not gonna lie. But essentially, not much more to talk about with Ohio State. They have this week and next week to get ready for the Penn State game because they will have to play a very good defense. But I will be taking Ohio State as well. Um, next game. Actually, Before we move else. on real quick, uh, John didn't mention this, but let's talk about last week real quick and how we did because I just completely remembered. Lance oh, yeah. went 14-2. and two. Good job, Lance. Good job picking did. those games. Uh, you picked the right team for Florida, as John and I did not. John went 12-4. for four. Uh, Pretty good, pretty good. Uh, no, no, over- no, 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 no. Let me talk. Let me talk. His overall that. record's 89 and yeah. 18. Okay. Last week sucked for me. Because Utah decided to suck for no reason against Oregon State, who Oregon State blew it the week before. Um, LSU sold because Ole Miss, same exact thing. Ole Miss, they blew it against Alabama. And then for some reason, they decided to win against LSU. And then, uh, what's their name? Tennessee, good old Rocky Top. Uh huh. Yeah. Uh, I don't like Spencer Rattler. So, yeah. I went 12 and 4. This is a do or die week for me. I will say Man. that. But 
to yeah, wrap you. it out. Ha ha ha, yeah, you. 15 and 1, ladies and gentlemen. I almost predicted every single game. College is a little bit easier, though, to predict than NFL for 100%. Um, hmm. And the only game I lost was that Florida game because Florida decided to sell. Uh, 92 and 15 is my overall record. So. Yeah. All right. Anyways, moving on. John, what do we have up next? Oh, what do we have up next? Okay, let's see if we differ here. First chance for us to differ. Uh, number 23, LSU, going to Missouri to play 21-ranked Missouri. And right now, LSU is a five-and-a-half-point favorite. But, actually, yeah, LSU has a 70% chance to win, according to ESPN Analytics. So, I'm going to go last, because I'm going to go first on the next one. Uh, Missouri is 5-0. and Last week, they played Vanderbilt, beat them 38-21. to They barely beat Memphis, 34-27. to uh, Barely beat Kansas State, who Kansas State... Actually, that was the game where Kansas State was ranked 15. Missouri was unranked. And Missouri upset Kansas State that week. So they beat Kansas State barely in an upset at the time. Uh, nothing else that interesting after that. So they've actually had a lot of close games, Missouri has. Their best win was against Kansas State, who was ranked 15 at the time. LSU, though, just losing again for the second time this season. They've lost badly to Florida State. They were rebounding. They beat Grambling State. They beat Mississippi State. Arkansas, barely beat Arkansas, I should say. And then they lost to Mississippi in a thriller of a game. An absolute thriller. So, this one's tough to predict. It is in Missouri. So, I know Lance and I picked LSU last week. So, Lance, we'll start with you. Are you taking your LSU Tigers? Or are you going to take Missouri? LSU is also favored minus five and a half. Yes. Well, I think LSU is going to be able to bounce back in this game from last week after Ole Miss pulled off that huge win. It all came down to the end there, and it just happened to fall in Ole Miss's favor. But we're talking about LSU here. They have a really good offense. They lead the SEC in total offense and passing yards per game, and you have a really good quarterback, a great signal caller in Jane Daniels, who is an accurate passer and is able to make plays by running with his legs. Really good quarterback with a good offense. But the problem with LSU is that their defense, their defense has been struggling ever since the first game of the year when they played Florida State. So that defense hasn't really helped much. Like they were ranked, say, they were ranked like 117th in college football overall for passing defense. And there's a reason for that. They they give up too many points on the board. So... In my mind, I think LSU is able to win this game. And if Missouri wants to do anything about this game, they need to be ready to play against LSU's dynamic offense if they want to win. And I think LSU is going to be able to bounce back and win. Like I got go Tigers all the way. Okay. Um, um, two quick questions. Lance, yeah. number one, behind you, is that the MJ poster with him shooting? Yeah, this is the... Yeah, back 98 when they played the Jazz. I like it. It's your favorite team, the Bulls. 
No, I just thought this was a really cool poster. <laughs> I was waiting for you to be there. It is a really cool poster. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. Second thing. <laughs> I have no idea if you'll be able to hear that, but some dude just screeched their tires outside your window. <laughs> I think I might have noticed that at one point when I was talking. So, yeah, I mean, Carl this is like downtown Morgantown. So all sorts of stuff just happens. John and I are like sitting here doing our own thing. We look up, we're like. <laughs> But anyway, last week it was the police cars. <laughs> this week it was the car screeching and what else? Puppies and fire trucks or that. <laughs> LSU goes to number uh, rank twenty-one. Missouri. Um, LSU is favored five, minus five and a half. <sighs> this is a difficult game. The game's at noon. It's not under the lights in Missouri. I think it should be under the lights in Missouri. I think that'd be a fun under game. Under the lights. Shout out. Shout out, <laughs> shout out to the new series. Lance wants to get you on under the lights one time. Um, thank you for the questions, Lance, by the way. Yeah, under thanks. the lights. Yeah, I got you. Did you see John answered his favorite Taylor Swift song? That's so funny. <laughs> Anyways, okay, move on. so mm, I don't know who I want to take here. I really don't know who I want to take. See, you see my pick, so. Oh, you made your pick? I did. I'm gonna roll with you. I'm taking LSU. Oh. I'm taking LSU. Just hear oh. hear me out. Hear me out. Hear me out. This is a game Missouri could win. If Missouri wins this game, wouldn't be surprised whatsoever. Um What were you doing? What was these hand signals? <laughs> I was making L uh, S S U. Yeah, I'm taking L S U um to win this game. Uh it's a game. Oh, John's going to make switch his pick. It's a game Missouri should win. It really is. Will they fold? We'll see. They took down number rank 15 Kansas State, though. I'm going to roll with LSU. John, just stick with your pick, man. I know I know you need to take different games to catch up with me. But you need to catch up with you. Go with your gut. Go with your gut. Yeah. Um, okay. While you guys were talking, I was looking up uh, Missouri a little bit more just to see what they got going for them. Uh, they do have a good quarterback. He doesn't throw interceptions. Uh, Brady Cook is the quarterback for Missouri. And they haven't been as bad on defense as LSU has been against ranked teams. I will say that. I just but... burped. I know this is like really weird and I shouldn't mention this, but it's on camera. <laughs> and I was like, well, Oopsies. Well, Anyways, continue. You you'll hear. You'll hear when you listen back. <laughs> Sorry about that. Oh god. Another okay. unhinged episode. Oh my god. Uh excuse me. Okay, Missouri's five and zero. They've yet to lose. It is in Missouri. I will say that. But you're right, Carlin. I, I am gonna go with my gut pick here. I am. I'm taking LSU here. I just like. I like Jaden Daniels still. I like the LSU offense. I think it's just going to do enough here to win. But if Missouri wins, I would not be surprised. Next matchup, I'm going first because I already I said it in last week's episode that I would already make this pick. And I have a good feeling I'm probably going to be wrong, but I don't care at this point. I need I need to make an upset pick here. The Red River rivalry game. Number 12, Showdown. Oklahoma. Showdown? Okay, I don't care. Showdown. Both teams suck in my eyes. But number 12, Oklahoma going to number three, Texas. This is a big-time game. Texas is favored minus six and a half. Uh, though, 
ESPN Analytics matchup predictor, 54% chance Oklahoma wins this game. So essentially, this is a close game. Looking at last week, uh, both teams are 5-0. and Oklahoma last week, they beat Iowa State 50-20. to And I really like Oklahoma's offense. I really do. Uh, the majority of their games, they would have a blowout or just make it close a little bit. But Dylan Gabriel is the quarterback for Oklahoma, and he's been very good, in my opinion, very consistent this season. Last week, threw for 366 passing yards, three passing touchdowns, one interception, along with two rushing touchdowns, too. So in my opinion, if any team can do something against the Texas defense, which the Texas defense has been very good, I think Oklahoma has a shot. I really do, but this game is in Texas. I will make it tougher. I have really liked the Texas offense. I really have. Last week, they beat Kansas. So I do want to talk about it a little bit with Kansas. I feel bad because their starting quarterback, Jalen Daniels, did not start this game. He had back tightness. So Kansas really wasn't in it to, from the beginning. They had no shot, and they were ranked last week. Now they are not ranked. It's kind of the same thing that happened last year. Jalen Daniels went hurt. And the whole season crumbled. So, Texas though last week, even though they should have won easily, Quint Ewers had another great week, but threw a pick. Something to monitor. But running back Jonathan Brooks had 21 carries, 218 rushing yards, and two rushing touchdowns. He's an absolute beast. I am not going to lie. I really like him. I think it's going to be tough, but there's a decent chance this could be a shootout. But I don't like Texas. I really don't, and I said it last week, so I can't go against my word. I'm taking Oklahoma in this matchup. I, I'm not that confident, though, because I have the feeling that Texas's offense can have a field day, and Oklahoma can't keep up. But you don't know. You really don't know. It's college football. Anything could happen in college football. You never know. Uh, Carlin, what are you going to do? <laughs> Listen, okay. Oh my god! Oh my god! <laughs> okay, when I wrote this, I thought, "Oh, the care is inverted," so I need to write it backwards. <laughs> tell, tell the people listening on podcast platforms what you just wrote. It says "horns up," but can someone take a picture of this? Because, like, I got you. yeah, sure, please. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that is beautiful. I get my camera out too. That that's an average Texas fan right there. <laughs> hang on, hang I on. am the biggest Texas fan. Why? Okay, all right, you good? All right, horns up all the way. Let's talk about this. Texas beat the crap out of Oklahoma last year, forty-nine to nothing, in the Red River Showdown. Biggest Red River Showdown. And Oklahoma fans left in the first quarter. Now, talking about this game, Texas is ranked number three. Oklahoma is ranked number 12. The spread's minus six and a half. Texas is favorite. I could agree with you, John. I really do think this could be a shootout. But it's Texas. I feel like Texas has played a lot of close games this year that like the game they should play the closest will be the biggest blowout. You know, kind of like TCU last year. And a little bit where TCU could have kept up with Georgia, but they got blown out of the water. But, 
Yeah, with that being said, I am going to roll with Texas. I like Texas in this Ray River showdown. I think Texas is one of my favorites to actually win the Natty this year, as long as Penn State does not go. Um, But then again, all it takes is for you to lose one game and to fall out of the top four. But give me Texas. Lance, pressure's on you. Who do you join this week? This game is such a nail-biter, and it's always has been. It could go either way, and we talk about like the overall series ever since the rivalry has started with the Red River Showdown. The series is pretty close. Like Texas, even though they lead the series, like the overall record is 63 wins with 63 Texas wins compared to Oklahoma's 50 wins. And then there were five ties down the line at some point. So this series is kind of close, pretty close. It could go either way. And I'm just debating with my mind right now on who to pick. When starting off talking about OU, OU is a much improved team from what they were last year. They aren't this team where they had like a .500 winning percentage and West Virginia was able to beat them in Morgantown. I think this is a much different story from that. I think they got a really good offense with offensive coordinator Jeff Levy, who has entered his second year as the offensive coordinator under Coach Venables. And it seems to work out in his favor very well because the offense for Oklahoma has been able to convert on third down for most of the times. Like they were ranked sixth in the nation for like third down percentage. So that's like a really big bonus for them right there. So, however, I think the Texas defense is going to clash with that by looking at how Texas has been doing throughout the year. They've been so consistent on their defense that they were able to beat teams like Alabama and they took care of business like a top five ranked team should or a nationally national championship team should against Kansas. So the defense has made big plays and they continue to be making production on turnovers. So it's a matter of can Texas stay consistent in this game like they've done with all their other games so far? Because even though Oklahoma's got a high-flying offense with fifth-year senior quarterback in uh, – what's his name? I had him uh, on the top of my head. Which team? Uh, for Oklahoma. Dylan Gabriel? Yeah, Dylan Gabriel. Yeah. I had that on the top of my head. I'm going to be mad at myself for this later, but... Um, <laughs> all good, all good. Yeah, but... No, like, he's improved tremendously with that high-flying offense, and look, even though Oklahoma has been a much-improved team, I think Texas is the much better team here. I always root against Texas. Like, I have my whole family down south, right within, like... Dallas Fort Worth area and there's some that were alumni who came from Texas and it was just kind of the way I was brought up from my dad's side of the family that 
we always were anti Texas and we always would pull for TCU and Texas Tech, but Yes. To be realistic, Horns I think down. Texas is the much better football team. So I think Texas is actually gonna go on for a second win streak in the Red River showdown. It may be a shootout, but I think Texas is on the winning side on this one. Horns up, baby. Man. Horns up. Let's go. Me and Lance are oh, riding this I... team. They are winning this Red River showdown. John does not know football whatsoever. Horns up. I cannot wait for this to become a clip next week and Texas get absolutely killed in the Red River showdown. But horns up, Lance. Horns up. Do it with me. Do the little horns up thing. Just once. Come on. Do it. Do no. it. Do it. No. No. Never. No. Us WVU Mountaineers don't do that. We don't do that. They're the same conference as y'all, right? Yeah. Yeah, they are. For now. Until next year, and then Texas goes to the SEC and get some real competition there. Yeah. All right. Yeah, let's move on from Texas because I can't wait to laugh at both of you next week. But number 13. Washington State. It's been a while since we talked about them because they were also on their bye week, I believe, last week. Versus UCLA, who recently left the top 25. Uh, I feel bad for whoever picked UCLA, and I don't think that was me. So, here we go. UCLA, they have a chance for a potential upset beating number 13 Washington State. Washington State is 4-0. UCLA, 3-1. Last week, like I said, they did not play last week, Washington State. The week before, yep, the week before, they played Oregon State where they beat them. And I think this is where I picked Oregon State. I was wrong. Therefore, I did not pick Oregon State against Utah, and I was wrong again. So, thank you, Washington State, for that. But last game, they beat Oregon State 38-35. to In that game quarterback Cameron Ward threw for 400 passing yards and four passing touchdowns so he, and a rushing touchdown as well so he can air that ball out he can really air that ball out so will this game be close though let's see what UCLA has been doing they are three and one uh, they were ranked until they lost to Utah barely and I don't like Utah anymore so thank you but they lost 14-7 to to Utah. They couldn't get the offense going against a very good defense. Dante Moore struggled throwing the ball. He really did. That's the quarterback for UCLA. And Utah was able to just do enough. But we'll get to Utah later. So there is a chance for an upset. I don't have the betting odds for this. Actually, I do. UC- wow. Okay, guys. Upset alert potentially. UCLA is a three-point favorite in this game. And they have a 66% chance to win. So UCLA is actually the favorite in this matchup. So, start with you, Lance, this time. UCLA or Washington State? Who are you taking? Before Lance, before you go real quick, this game is at 12 p.m. Eastern time. So that game's at what? Nine? Yeah. There's no way that's oh, right. Oh, yeah. Why is see. that at 9 in the morning? There's no way that's right. Let me see. Let me see. Wait, no. So, no. Yeah, you're wrong. You're wrong. It's at 3 p.m. Okay, so it's at noon. Okay. Yeah, it's at noon. And, so, uh, Fandle. UCLA. Fandle. Fix that. 
That's why you use ESPN and not Fandle. We don't promote gambling. Dude, I was so confused. I was like, why are you playing a football game at 9 in the morning? Yeah, that'd be very weird. I'm not going to lie. I don't know who would show up. Aside <laughs> from diehards. Aside from diehards. But Lance, your pick for this one. Upset alert question mark? Hmm. I don't the know. Upset is favored. Yeah. Man, I was really getting to thinking, but like with Washington State, though, like I really would think they could win this game simply because they beat Oregon State, and Oregon State was able to beat Utah, and Utah let me down last week. So, like, I'm deciding between like those two factors. And another thing, too, before I pick. That Utah was barely able to beat UCLA, so Oregon State was easily like the best out of Utah and UCLA. But Washington State, though, I think, I think UCLA actually. I'm I'm gonna have to watch for the upset alert. I think UCLA's got this. Picking the upset alert, I like it. I like it. Um, I'm gonna pick Washington State here just because I think, like you said, Lance. Um. You look at what each team, who each team lost to. Uh, actually, Washington State didn't lose to a team. UCLA lost to Utah, which I think is a bad loss, in my opinion. And Washington State was able to beat a team like Oregon State, though it is at UCLA. That is tough. But I'm not going to take the upset here. I'm going to take Washington State. They're ranked number 13. I feel like they're ranked that for a reason. I'm not going to take the upset. But Carlin, will you take the upset? Man, it's been a long, long day. Um. Anyways, no, I'm not. I'm taking Washington State. Are you State. serious? I am serious. I wanted You're to go playing before so you. Safe. No, You're no, playing no. So I safe. literally. No, 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 no. I literally. So safe. Hey, I'm speaking here. I. <laughs> I was sitting here, and I was like, I'm picking Washington State regardless. I don't think UCLA is going to win this game. I think it's going to be a close game. But I still think Washington State's going to win, um, which isn't really an upset, in my opinion. Granted, UCLA's favored, but in my opinion, the ranked team's favored on paper, like when you see that. Um, but yeah, I'm still taking Washington State. Sorry. All right. Okay, I see how it is. Seth, I don't have so, a chance at catching up to you, I guess. So. Syracuse goes to number ranked 14 UNC. You're going to take the yes. upset there, John. Okay, let me talk about it because I'm going to pick first. Um, <laughs> I picked UNC every single week so far. I've never went against them. Uh, looking at their schedule, yeah, who would they have played so far? I know Syracuse just lost to Clemson. They're 4-1. and one. Uh, They had four straight wins until they lost to Clemson, 31-14. to 14. It's crazy that we don't even talk about Clemson now. But UNC recently... They beat Pitt. They actually just came off of a bye week. I should mention that. Their latest win was against Pitt. Not surprising one bit. Not surprising at all. Uh, Drake May is their quarterback. Very good quarterback. Top prospect in the next NFL draft. They beat Minnesota in good fashion. They did struggle against App State. They beat South Carolina, a team I do not like anymore. So, I've picked them every time. Carlin, you have not picked them every time because you picked South Carolina week one. So I'm going to stay with picking UNC. I will not 
differ away from them. They are currently my team. So I'm taking UNC. Carlin, who are you taking? I'm not playing the save. I just don't think Syracuse is going to get a win. UNC is so the obvious choice. Um, There's not really much to say about this game. I mean, they... Has UNC lost a game yet or no? No. Nope, undefeated. No. Duke was the one who lost a game, which I think Duke's on their bye week real quick. So sad to see what happened against Duke and Notre Dame. Uh, yeah, is Duke on here? Duke's not on here. Yeah. Um, yeah, so sad to see their quarterback getting hurt on the last play as well as another quarterback got hurt as well. There was a lot of hurt players last week. It was really sad to see. Um, so prayers out to them and hopefully they get a full speedy recovery but yeah unc is gonna beat syracuse there's no doubt about it the spread's eight and a half i'm pretty sure yeah i think yeah you're right uh yeah i i really see north carolina winning by more so give me unc mr lance unc is easily the better team here i mean like syracuse is just They've got their own set of problems, and UNC, I think Tar Heels are going to win this one easily. I like it. Short and sweet. I like it. I like it a lot. Let me mark that down. You and I'm going to go first this time because I don't want to You can I'm go first. A safe pick. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. You're okay. I know you're about to take the safe pick. Okay. Ladies Go ahead. and gentlemen, start it off. Number ranked 11, Alabama. The Roll Tide Roll, whatever they're called. I don't even know. The, the Alabama Crimson Tide, that's what they're called. The Crimson Tide is going into Texas A&M. The spread for this game is minus one and a half. Alabama is favored going into texas a&m let's talk about texas a&m because we really don't talk about those aggies a lot so let's talk about aggies the aggies are currently second in their division they are uh let me count hold on one two three i think they won four games four and one four and one yeah four Four and one. one Their worst loss was to. I got it yeah, for you right Miami. now. If you want me to say it, Miami. Um, yeah, their only <laughs> loss was to Miami, Florida, who's ranked number seventeen, by the way, forty-eight to thirty-three, and uh, they beat New Mexico. They beat L.A. Monroe. They beat Auburn, who actually put up a fight against Georgia, and they beat Arkansas. So, uh, continue. It's a close game. Uh, Bama hasn't just been looking like Bama recently. Their quarterback room is so unique to say this year. Um, they haven't really had a star stood out quarterback. Who did they start last week? They've been starting Jalen Milrow, Alabama. So Jalen Milrow, he's their guy. He's their guy. So let's talk about Bama. Bama lost to Texas thirty-four to twenty-four. They beat South Florida seventeen to three. They beat Ole Miss twenty-four to ten. They beat Mississippi forty, State forty to seventeen. Bama is getting back on track with the last win, uh, but this game isn't in Bama; it's an Aggie land. So, John, Lance, 
Let's go Aggies. Give me Texas A&M. You're taking Texas A&M. Yeah, because I can confidently take it and still win next week. So I really don't care. <laughs> Give me Texas A&M. I think Bama's going to win, but I'm taking Texas A&M. All right. I'm going to go next. Um, I'm going to take Bama because I think after that Texas loss, I'm not even going to count South Florida, who they played after. They beat them 17-3, but they were testing out other quarterbacks, and that didn't work at all. But. Mississippi versus Alabama. I picked Mississippi, and I was wrong. And ever since, I've been taking Bama, and I like their win against Mississippi State. I think they're starting to find a groove. Uh, Jalen Milrow is starting to find a groove, too. He is a very good running quarterback, and once he figures it out throwing, I think he could be a decent college quarterback. But Carlin, you and I have talked about Alabama a lot. I still think they have their struggles. I don't view them as a full-on, legit team. But... And also, they are still trying to. Fig- I'm still trying to figure out with Bama, like who their top weapon is. Like it's so inconsistent with Bama. Like I miss the days with uh, Judy, uh, Waddle, Devontae Smith, and like all those studs. They really haven't had that in a while since uh, Jameson Williams. I would say him and John Mechie were kind of the last two really good Bama receivers. So I'm starting to. I'm trying to weigh and find that, and even running back too. Their last good running back was a. Uh, Jameer Gibbs, actually. So they haven't really found that yet this year. But uh, I'm still going to take Bama here. I like what they've been doing lately. I don't see them. I mean, down the line, uh, they play. Who do they play? They got Arkansas. Then they got Tennessee. Uh, They got LSU. Kentucky. That stretch is going to be terrible. And then they end the year off with... uh, Auburn, which is going to be a fun game. So, they got a tough road. I probably won't be picking Alabama in one of these later games, but for now, I'm going to take Alabama. Lance, what about you? This Alabama team is not what we're all used to be seeing. Like, Alabama had some struggles with finding an identity on offense early in the year, and that took some time, but once they played at South Florida, it was just like, okay, now we really got to give Jalen Milrow some time and try to figure things out or else Nick Saban, he knows what he's doing. He could switch off to another high-prospect QB if he has to, but I think Jalen Milrow has improved since that South Florida game, and it's proved to me since that Ole Miss game, like, yeah, we're starting to get into the groove of things, and look, if we could work on the passing game a little bit, then we'll be fine. The running game is good, and what makes Jalen Milrow so lethal is that he can use his legs. And then moving on to the next week, which was last week when they played against Mississippi State, Bama looked like the Alabama that we're used to seeing. So I think Alabama is going to continue to improve and reach that high-level status that we all look up to them as. So give me Alabama on this one. Taking Bama. Okay. Uh, So Lance and I are picking Alabama, and Carlin is taking Texas A&M. So the third time already that we have differed in one way or another. So I like it. I like it a lot. I don't know if it's going to keep rolling, though, after this matchup. I'm going to go last on this one. But Virginia Tech. 
versus number five, Florida State. Florida State is kind of interesting. We'll say that. They've had a lot of no close games. I'm not going to lie. Uh, they are 4 now. Their last, they're coming off of a bye week. Oh, I should mention that. Their last game, though, uh, I don't even think we got to talk about it much. Uh, it was against Clemson. So they beat them 31-24. to And in overtime as well, they beat Boston College, beat Southern Miss, and beat LSU. So, Lance, they beat your team, the LSU Tigers. They are playing Virginia Tech. Do you think Virginia Tech could potentially pull off an upset? Now, what makes Virginia Tech a little bit more special to me than all the other teams in college football that we've talked about was Virginia Tech used to be my childhood team. So I'm a little bit familiar with them more than most of the other teams that we mentioned about here. So I've grown up watching them. I've known the ups and downs and just knew a little bit about the history. So I've grown up in the community. Like I grew up in Lynchburg, Virginia, which is like around two and a half hours from Virginia Tech. So it's kind of like a little bit of a mix of your Hokey fans and then you have your UVA fans. And then of course you have the Liberty fans, but to the point of the football team, this football team is still rebuilding from what Justin Fuente did a couple years back when Virginia Tech was starting to adjust more into an offensive team. And ever since Fuente left, they have Coach Brent Pry, who used to be the defensive coordinator, I believe, for Penn State. And Virginia Tech is starting to shift more into a defensive team. So there's still a lot to figure out with this Virginia Tech team. They're still not a really good team after these years of struggling to get back into the top 25 and be recognized as they once were back in the 90s and 2000s with Coach Frank Beamer. But as of right now, like the Hokies aren't that great. Like they just lost to Marshall like a couple weeks ago. So Florida <laughs> State, they're – they're in tip-top shape. I'm not worried about them in this game, so give me Florida State. All right, Carlin, who do you got? Yeah, the Hokies uh, let Penn uh, Pitt score last week. That is sad. Yeah, Pitt doesn't really have a good quarterback. <laughs> that is true. I they did not. beat Pitt last they week, 38 to 21. Last week, but it's not going to matter. <laughs> Florida State is favored by 23 and a half. I'm pretty sure it's the spread. It is. 3.30 game in Florida. Yeah, give me Florida State. Don't yeah. Really yeah, I'm not going to overthink it either. Virginia Tech, they beat Pitt. They lost to Marshall, lost to Rutgers, lost to Purdue, beat Old Dominion. So that's what their record is. Florida State, this should be an easy win, I would say. This should be an easy win. So I am going to take Florida State. So... We're going to take a little quick break. Uh, we just got to figure out something real quick. But when we come back, we got more games to talk about, a lot more games. We're the, the game of the week, technically. But there's still a lot more to talk about, especially because Georgia had a little shaky game last week. So we'll talk about that and more right after this break. Thank you for Spotify for removing our ads. Now back to the show. 
Welcome Rawr. back, everybody, from the break. <laughs> what did you just say? Let's continue. Okay, welcome <laughs> back from the break. If you were listening on YouTube, there was probably no break at all. It was probably just a little one-second <laughs> flash to the next Cheers. scene. Cheers. Yeah, YouTube listeners, you got that. Other podcast listeners, you had some transitions. But, yeah, moving on to the rest of the schedule. We got uh, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. We got eight more matchups to do. So, this next one, I'm actually curious to see what you all predict here. Georgia, number one team, is hosting number 20, Kentucky. And at first you would say, oh, this is an easy matchup for Georgia. They're number one. Georgia barely beats Auburn of all teams. And I think, like, we shook that matchup off last week when we talked about it. I mean, they only beat Auburn 27 to 20. And Auburn is a team that was 3-1, and one, and now they're 3-2. and two. But they put up a fight. They really did. And Brock Bowers kind of saved Georgia in that game. So... But Kentucky, though, Carlin and I were wrong. We did not pick Kentucky against Florida, and they won. And now Kentucky is also ranked 20. They are 5-0 and at the moment. And last week, they beat Florida. Uh, looking at what they did, their quarterback, Devin Leary, didn't do that well. Only 9 for 20, 69 passing yards, one passing touchdown. But here was the story of the game for Kentucky. Roman Davis, the running back, had 26 carries. For 280 yards and three rushing touchdowns. And might I add, he had 200 rushing yards during the second quarter. I should say that as well. He had a fantastic game for Kentucky. Now, let's see if there was any uh, continuity with that. The game before Davis only rushed 17 times for 78 rushing yards and two rushing touchdowns. Uh, He's not going to be cracking 200 every game, but something to note there. But they do play Georgia. Georgia's 5-0. and Honestly, I don't even know how they're ranked number one still after that. Them barely beating uh, Auburn. But honestly, I don't know who I would put at number one if you ask me right now. Michigan. But, eh, I don't Michigan, they, they struggled against Bowling Green. I'm not even going to lie about that. But Michigan still blew out Bowling Green. Yeah, but their quarterback threw three picks against Bowling Green. I would not be willing to do that put them at one but i'm gonna take georgia in this matchup i'm gonna go first i'm not gonna take the upset georgia is a 15 point favorite as well but i mean there is room for an upset i mean the fact that they could uh barely beat auburn there is a chance kentucky could beat them easily a chance but lance you were the one last week hey hey hey. his name's not lance Oh my god, okay. <laughs> During our break, he changed his is. name to Rocky, Rocky Top. Rocky Top. Rocky Top. We're done with that. Lance, are you going to take Kentucky back-to-back weeks? Or will you take Georgia with me? Well, first off, I think you should have let Carlin continue with the Rocky Top. I think oh. that would have been just beautiful. No. If he sung it again, but no, let's take a look at this about Kentucky and Georgia here. So we'll start off with Georgia from last week's game when they played against Auburn. 
I didn't think Georgia looked too good in that game. Like they weren't able to generate much of anything on offense. That Auburn defense was the only thing that they had coming into the game. And that was the only thing that they had in the game mostly. So it all came down to the fourth quarter. But before that, it was just tied throughout. So I thought Georgia didn't look good in that game, in my opinion. But with Kentucky, though, like, I had that gut feeling that Kentucky could pull off from last week. Like, I just had that feeling that that Kentucky defense was going to prevail. And it turns out they had a good running back as well. So, look, I would not count Kentucky out of this game. Like, I really think Kentucky could really keep things competitive playing against this Georgia team right here. Now, looking at the past schedule that Georgia has had so far, Auburn has been really only the true competition that Georgia has had. But also, there's also South Carolina that kept it close as well, which the score ended up being 24-14. But So Georgia is not as good as they were with the two years. First year, they had JT Daniels, and then Stetson Bennett took place and won the first championship. And then the second year, going to win the second championship with Stetson Bennett. But... Honestly, I think Kentucky – I'm going with Kentucky again here. Yes. I think Kentucky can pull it off. So I'm leaning with my gut feeling on this one. Go Wildcats. Okay. Carlin, who are you joining this week? Might I add, before you make your pick, last time you joined me in a Kentucky matchup, we both got it wrong. So who are you going to join this week? So I just closed all my tabs. Unfortunate. Last time the Georgia Bulldogs lost a game was in the national championship back in 2022. The national championship 2022, like the year 2022. Wait, Wait. they lost. Last time Georgia Alabama. lost, they lost Alabama. What? What? No, they're back to back. So sorry, the year before <laughs> it would have been 2021. Okay. I forgot they went back to back. My bad. Um. But I think that's the last time they lost. I don't think they they're like twenty five and zero right now. I'm pretty sure. Uh, I believe so. I can't. That. I can't recall. I'll, I'll fact check while you talk. But so with that being said, that game against Auburn was horrible, absolutely horrible. Because you think, oh, Georgia should at least blow Auburn out not keep it close and Auburn kept it close no one was expecting that unless you're an Auburn fan and I don't even think a lot of Auburn fans were expecting that Georgia Um, is I I found an answer to your question so the last time Georgia lost it was before their first of the back-to-back championships where they beat Bama that year it was in 2021. They lost to Alabama that season, but then they would beat Bama in the championship. So okay. that was the last time they lost. So that's how they went back. Two back. years ago. Yeah. I see. I see. Georgia is favored by 20 something. I'm pretty sure I saw. Is that what I saw? 15. 15 point favorite. 15 point favorite. 
Cool. Come on. Man, those Georgia Bulldogs, baby. Those Georgia Bulldogs. But Kentucky. Taken. Come on. But Kentucky. Come on. It's in Georgia. It's a 3.30 game. Kentucky has to march in Georgia to do it. I really don't know, dude. This is a hard game to pick. It truly Make is the pick. A hard, hard game to pick. But shame on me once for not doing it. Shame on me twice for not doing it. But you won't catch me my third time. Give me Kentucky to win this game. Oh, let's <laughs> go. Kentucky. Do I think Kentucky will win this game? Probably not. Do I think Kentucky has a really good chance? Absolutely. Absolutely. So we'll see what happens. Georgia, I have no idea what's going on with Georgia right now. I truly don't. Um, It's kind of insane, though, that they've been on this long winning record and no one's dethroned them. And Kentucky may just do it this weekend. It's going to be an exciting game. It's going to be a very interesting game. My eyes will be peeled on that right after the Red River Showdown. I like it. I like it a lot. Now, if it is the case where Kentucky beats Georgia and I'm wrong, I will be depressed. I will say that. I will be very sad if that is the case. And I will essentially give up in these predictions because I will probably have no shot at beating Carlin. So I need you, Georgia, this week. I need you. I really need you. But Moving on to another game. Uh, this is another close game here. Uh, Notre Dame versus Louisville, who Louisville is now ranked. They are 25. So, last week at College Game Day, all of us picked Notre Dame against Duke, and we were all right, obviously. The week before, though, uh, it was only Carlin and I. Carlin picked Notre Dame. And I picked Ohio State, and I was right. So, this week, it's Notre Dame and Louisville. We'll talk about Louisville a little bit, because I don't think we really talk about them in general. So, Louisville, they are 5-0. and Notre Dame is 5-1. and Notre Dame, extra game compared to all these other teams. Uh, Louisville recently beat, beat NC State. They beat Boston College. Dominated them, I should say. Beat Indiana. Dominated against Murray State and barely beat Georgia Tech. So now they're playing Notre Dame. This game is in Louisville. Um, Notre Dame is a six and a half point favorite and a 70% chance to win, according to ESPN. So it is close. There could be upset alert. But I'm going to make my pick first. I liked what I saw from Notre Dame last week. I did. I had Notre Dame beating Duke. I didn't smell an upset uh, last week. So that could have happened. It easily could have happened against Duke. Duke's a very good team. It was very close to happening. It was close, but Notre Dame won when it mattered most. Their quarterback, Sam Hartman, I believe, a very, very clutch run on fourth down, fourth and long, to help seal that game away. I like Notre Dame. They didn't lose to Duke. I don't think they're going to lose to Louisville. Uh, They're away again. Another away test. So I'm going to take Notre Dame. Uh, Carlin, who are you taking?
Man, I'm not getting good at this. I'm taking Notre Dame. Uh, Notre Dame. Notre Dame. Their favorite minus six and a half. Actually, this is really, really close. It's the 730 game in Louisville, the home of Lamar Jackson, essentially. Um, that's Man. all I really remember Louisville for. Uh, my six and a half. I think Notre Dame's going to go in. This is their third night game in a row. Is that nuts? Yeah. That's insane. It is. That's <laughs> his reaction. <laughs> <laughs> Well, it's love uh, having you on this podcast. I'm glad you. I'm glad you can do this, and that you're a Rocky Top fan with me. Keep hey, I enjoy every episode that I do. So I guess this is my turn now. Um, yeah, real quick, give real me Notre quick, Dame. Before, before Lance talks, I do want to say something about Notre Dame that I forgot to say. Next week, they play USC. Another thing I mentioned there: they play USC, then they have to play Pitt. Then Clemson, then Wake Forest, then Stanford. Hey, that pit game might be very rough for them, just saying. Yeah, yeah. So rough. But knowing that their schedule will get a bit tougher, especially with USC next week. So Lance, who do you got for this week? Well, Notre Dame has done really well against ACC opponents. And it's just like what I said last week. They've had a really good record. And it's just like pretty much they've been unstoppable when they play against ACC teams. Like if they were playing in the ACC right now, they could they could easily even win the conference. Like they've already beaten Duke since last week. They could have FSU as their competition, so it could be neck and neck. But Notre Dame historically has done well against ACC opponents. And with Louisville being ranked number 25, I still don't think that they have the capabilities to be a high-caliber defense that Notre Dame has because that's been their bread and butter is the Notre Dame defense. It's what kept them staying alive in the games, just like last week and even the week before that when they played Ohio State, which was a low-scoring game between Ohio State and Notre Dame. But once again, this is an easy choice here. I'm going with the Fighting Irish here. I like it. We are all taking Notre Dame for the second straight week. Louisville, if you do make the upset, I will congratulate you. I would be very impressed. But moving on, I have an up and down relationship with this one team. Not Arkansas, but I did say the one week against LSU. Not to underestimate Arkansas, and they put up a good fight against LSU. But the team that ended up beating LSU was Ole Miss. They were the team that did it. Their only loss is to Alabama, where they lost 24-10. to I was not very happy with that. But they rebounded in a very, very good game. Their defense, their struggle, I will say that. But their offense thrived. Uh, Jackson Dart. 26 for 39, 389 passing yards, four passing touchdowns, one rushing touchdown. Uh, Quinshawn Judkins, very good name there. 33 carries, 177 rushing yards. What rushing touchdown along with a receiving touchdown on one catch. Uh, two wide receivers, Trey Harris, Jordan Watkins, over 100 receiving yards. Both had a receiving touchdown for Ole Miss. They're playing Arkansas. K.J. Jefferson is their quarterback. I did say not to underestimate Arkansas. 
I did say that. But looking at the odds for this game, uh, Ole Miss is an 11.5 point favorite. And according to ESPN, they have an 82% chance to win this game. So I'm going to take Ole Miss. I'm going to take Miss good old Mississippi here. Uh, just the fact, just using logic here. Arkansas didn't beat LSU, but Ole Miss beat LSU. But both teams made it very close against LSU, so who knows, honestly. I think Arkansas, if they were able to put up a good fight against LSU and Mississippi almost lost, it could go either way. I'm not going to lie, but I'm going to play it safe here. I'm going to take uh, Ole Miss. Uh, Lance, who do you got? Yeah, just like you, I got Ole Miss winning this game. Arkansas right now has been, they're right now an undisciplined team, if you will. They've been leading, like, in the SEC in particular, for the highest number of penalties committed per game. And that's really taken a toll on them a lot, and it's costed them games, especially with the BYU game. That was definitely a winnable game for Arkansas, but it was just those costly penalties in the game that costed them to win. So so instead of having this losing record that they would have had, that BYU game could have been something that, well, that should have been added on to the winning total for this year. But instead, with more than just the BYU game, but with also like other games like throughout the whole entire like season as far as the season stretches for this year. Arkansas is an undisciplined team, and they're not going to be able to improve on that as much playing against a good team like Ole Miss, who just came off a major win beating LSU last weekend. So give me the Rebels of Ole Miss. They'll win. Carlin, who do you got? Okay, is it Ole Miss or Ole Miss? Ole Miss. So why do you keep going Ole Miss? I say Ole Miss the majority the majority of the time. Maybe once in a while I might say Ole Miss. I am sorry. I was so confused. But Ole Miss is favorite, and I think Ole Miss will win this game. It's a 7 p.m. game in Mississippi. Uh, like John said, minus 11.5 favorites. Uh, honestly, Arkansas could keep it close. You could be on upset alert here. Could be. Could be on upset alert, but... I think Ole Miss and the boys are going to get it done. Give me Ole Miss. This next one's going to be a nail-biter, though. I don't know who's winning this game, truthfully. Oh, it's going to be such a nail-biter. Um, it is going to be so exciting, I'm not going to lie. Number two, Michigan versus Minnesota. Wow. John, what I dare you to take game. Minnesota. I dare well, you. Let's look at it. Let's look at it, shall we? So, the betting odds. Michigan's favored minus 19. And a half. Though it's a 7 p.m. game in Minnesota. Minnesota fans could okay. show up. The okay. golfers. Hey, those golfers, man. Those golfers. Let me say this. Uh, Michigan has an 87% chance wow, to beat Minnesota. It's not the highest we've seen in some of these matchups. So, we, I think we know about Michigan. I'll go briefly with them. Uh, they beat Nebraska 45-7, to beat Rutgers 31-7, to beat Bowling Green 31-6, to beat UNLV 35-7, to and beat East Carolina 30-3. to They haven't played any garbage good this year. Yeah, bunch of garbage teams, and that's going to continue. Themselves. That's really going to continue 
for like the next four weeks until they play Penn State. I mean, yeah, it's kind of sad. Ohio State. Yeah, they need to yeah. fix this conferences things. Like, I like I would love to see Penn State versus Alabama maybe every couple of years. Okay. Same thing with Here's, Pitt and stuff, but they need yeah. to fix these conferences. I'm glad because Georgia always has an easy game until the champion. Yeah. Here's Minnesota. They beat Louisiana 35 to 24, lost to Northwestern, which I think that says enough right there, 37 to 34, lost to UNC 31 to 13, beat Eastern Michigan 25 to 6, barely beat Nebraska. I think that just says enough right there. I'm taking Michigan. Michigan should win this easily. I don't see them losing until they play Penn State potentially. So I'm taking Michigan. Carlin, who do you got? I got Michigan winning this game too. Um, hey golfers, I would love to see you all rush the field and take down the number two ranked team in the country. Auburn almost did it last week. Maybe it's your turn. But with that being said, I think Michigan is just going to outplay them and they're going to score them. Give me Michigan. Lance, who are you okay. taking? Jim Harbaugh has good chemistry with Michigan, so I got the Wolverines win this one. I like it. Short and sweet. I like it. Uh, next matchup. I don't know if I'd call this an upset potential or not, just looking at it more. Miami of Florida versus Georgia Tech. Uh, Miami is a 21-point favorite, and they have a 91% chance to win this game. Miami so far, they have played. They're 4-0. They played Temple. Sorry, Temple. Uh, they beat him forty-one to seven. Had a bye week recently. Beat they beat BCU. They beat Texas A and M, and they beat Miami of Ohio badly. So they're playing Georgia Tech. Georgia Tech, so far they are two and three, I believe. Yes, two and three. Uh, last week they played Bowling Green and lost to them. Shout out to Dan Smith. That is his skull, Bowling Green. They beat Georgia Tech. So, and they also, uh, earlier in the season, they lost to Ole Miss, 48-23. to Georgia Tech, if they lost to Bowling Green, that means I'm not going to pick them in this game. I'm taking Miami. It is in Miami, too. No shot for an upset here. I would be very surprised if it happened. Uh, Carlin, who are you taking? Miami. Miami's favored by 20 and a half, I think it is. Yep. Uh, don't overthink it. Give me Miami. Lance? Georgia Tech has been Georgia Tech. As sad as the reality has been that they've fallen into, but Miami is clearly the better football team here, so Miami's winning. Okay. I like it. Next up, this honestly, looking at the last three games we have, this is the last chance, in my opinion, for there to be a big upset. And I'll go first. Say. No, I'm going first. I'm going no, first. No, no, no. I'm going first. I'm, I'm going first. I'm going first. Wow. I'm yeah. going first. Lance, you see how rude he is when it comes to stuff like this? He won't let me go I, first. I'm gonna, I, this is I don't care. He's going to open the door. Okay, how about this? No, no, no. Let me talk. He's going to open the door for someone to be like, hold on. Let me go first. Okay. Rocky Top. We're going to do this. We're going to do this. Lance. You go first, and then you can say who goes after. Uh-huh. So what are we talking about now? Okay, so yes, because Carlin <laughs> interrupted game? me. Carlin interrupted me before I could even say We're talking yeah. number 24, Fresno State, goes in 
toy wyoming yes oh, and right yeah. now so the odds are fresno state is a six-point favorite and they have a 60 percent chance to win but this game is in wyoming and it's so a Lance, 730 game yes actually it's an eight o'clock game come yeah. on fanduel do yeah. better I don't know why you use Fanduel. I mean that 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 thing's slacking. The odds, slacking. Lance, who do you got? Well, this game could go either way. Two good teams: Fresno State being five and zero, and the Wyoming Cowboys four and one. Now let's do an overview of the Wyoming Cowboys schedule that we have here. All right. So first game of the year was. Upset alert. They beat Texas Tech 35-33. So what a surprise that was for those Red Raiders fans and the Big 12. And then after that, we played against two and three Portland State Vikings. And then after that, they played the Texas Longhorns. Texas was able to get the job done. Not as convincingly as they should, but they got the job done with a final score of 31-10. And then the last two games, they beat Appalachian State, and then they beat New Mexico. So most of these teams here that they've played weren't as good. Like most of these teams here have losing records. So the competition is a little bit uneven when you're comparing with Fresno State's schedule. Like they were able to handle power five opponents. So I think Fresno State, even though they're going to be going up to Wyoming and playing in a night game under the lights, I think Fresno State's got this game covered. And if I had to pick between you two fellas, I'm going to have to say Carlin goes first. Thank you, Lance. I, I really do appreciate it. He doesn't have his headphones in right now. Um, I was going to go whatever opposite if he was going to go, but now I get a pick, so it doesn't matter. Right? He's going to put him in right now. So, um, Welcome back, John. Yeah. How could you do that to me, Lance? <laughs> All right. Let's talk about Wyoming, shall we? Wyoming is not ranked. Okay. Uh, Wyoming Cowboys football, right? They beat Portland State. They lost to Texas 31-10. But Texas was kind of an iffy game for them because they held Texas for a very, very long time. Uh, they beat App State. They beat New Mexico. So they're 4-1. and one. Now they're going to Fresno State. They're playing Fresno State 8 o'clock down in Wyoming, home of Josh Allen, the quarterback, um, where he played. With that being said, With that being said, back in high school, we had shirts, okay, for uh, the music program. And on the back of the shirt, you could put your own saying, whatever you want, like your nickname or something. Lance, what does that say? Cowboys now. You taking the Cowboys. Give me Wyoming to win this game. (laughs) And John took out his headphones again. Hey, that a boy, John. Woo-hoo. Woo. 
food. I, I got to put it back. Hold on. See, this is kind of nice in the setup. Like, I could, like, just reach to the store if I ever need anything. John, you got to seem mad about that pick. I gave you the favored team to win. John, thoughts? What are you talking about you gave me? I made my pick while you were talking, so you saw what I picked. What was what your pick? You could see in our little no, thing I right there. I couldn't. We have the dog. I, I had the fandle up. Okay. For all of you watching and listening, Carla and I, we record all of our picks in a duck. Uh, we highlight them in a certain way. I already had my pick. You know what? No. Do it. I'm, I'm, do, it. I'm, no. I'm, do it. Do it. Do no. it. I'm changing. I'm changing. Because actually now I'm going to really, because I thought, honestly, you were going to pick Fresno State. And I thought you were going <laughs> to play it safe. Uh, this could yeah. go either way. Um, Wyoming's only loss was to uh, Texas. And they've won uh, every other game. Uh, I'm just looking. I want to compare one of the victories between both games, and that's going to determine who I pick here if they played. Um, You know what? This game could go either way. It really could. But I'm also in a very do-or-die situation right now in terms of picking games. If I don't catch up, this is the week where I have to catch up to you, Carlin. It really is. So I am joining Lance. I am picking Fresno State. It could go either way. Honestly, in all seriousness, this game is a coin flip. It really is. It could go either way. It is in Wyoming. I think this game could actually be very close. I think it could be exciting. So I'm going to take Fresno State here, though. They were able to make themselves ranked. So they earned it. I think they're going to keep going. So I'm going to take uh, Fresno State. We got two more games to talk about. And honestly, I don't see them going that long. I would be shocked if any of us picked differently. And I think Carlin and I already made our picks here. So Oregon State ranked number 15. I picked against them last week against Utah. They ended up beating Utah. And I don't know if it was pretty or not. I'm checking right now. They beat actually no, it wasn't that bad. Uh they beat Utah twenty one to seven. Utah struggled, but they Utah has a good defense, so it's respectable. DJ Ugale. I think that's how you say his name. I don't know. But he's got the funniest name in college football. And he had a great week, in a way, against uh Utah. So they're playing California. California is three and two. Uh, they lost to Washington badly. Though they they did put up a good amount of points. They barely beat Arizona State, beat Idaho, lost to Auburn, and they beat North Texas. They are respectable against mediocre teams, but that is probably where the compliments end. I'm taking Oregon State here. It is in California, though. It is in California, so I'm going to take Oregon State. Carlin, you already made your pick, so you can explain it. Yeah, no. Uh, there's not much to explain. Oregon State to win this game. California, man. Short, come on. Short and sweet. I like it. Lance, who do you got? Them Beavers for the win. Oregon State. Hey, Beaver Beaver County. Beautiful. Alrighty. One more pick to do for this week. Arizona going to USC. And I think the only thing that's kind of interesting is USC last week. And that game 
was very interesting, especially down the stretch. USC played Colorado last week, and we don't get to talk about Colorado much. So, USC won 48-41. to 41. I was Caleb say, Williams. It yeah. was a very, very close game for what uh, Colorado for what Colorado did against Oregon. Yeah, I will say this: it was looking to be a repeat. Uh, US. This wasn't like a back and forth game. It wasn't like when you see the score forty eight to forty one. Don't think this was a back and forth game, and it was like a shootout. It was USC dominated, and then Colorado just decided to Play. drive back late in the game and make it close. And they did, but there, whoever was calling the plays sucks because they decided to run the ball with not much time left. So really you think about it when they scored their touchdown, they only had, they were only win the game if they got the onside kick, but if they wouldn't waste time running the ball, they could have scored a touchdown. And let's say they didn't get the onside kick. If they could hold USC like a three down stop, they would have had a chance to win the game. They would have, but they wasted too much time running the ball ineffectively, might I add. So Colorado kind of shot themselves in the foot there. But Caleb Williams had six passing touchdowns, only one interception. I believe it was his first interception. So USC, I guess you could say, survived. But they are playing Arizona. And Arizona is 3-2. and two. This game is at USC. Uh, Arizona lost last week to Washington, who is actually ranked above uh, USC. They're ranked number seven. So they lost to Washington, and that game was in Arizona too. They beat Stanford. They beat UTEP. I don't know who that is, but oh well. They lost to Mississippi State, and they beat Northern Arizona. So, Carlin, who are you taking? Yeah, I'm going to take USC. It's the most obvious choice, in my opinion. Arizona just hasn't been good all season. But I want to talk about something, y'all's opinion real quick, right? If USC doesn't win a natty, do you think Caleb will register for the draft? If they don't win? Yeah. Not not who the first overall team is, but do you think Caleb Williams wants to go win a national championship? If I had to guess... I would say no. If I mean you're going to be the number one overall pick, I don't know if I would throw that away. You like could just, go to the Bears. Uh, I mean, there was talk with like Stroud maybe wanting to stay back another year, but I don't see it unless yeah, unless it's the Bears with the number one overall pick and he just doesn't want to go there. Then yeah. maybe, but I would say no. Anyways. If there was any hope for the Bears right now. It would be to somehow get Caleb Williams and Lincoln Riley at the same time and change the culture, but that would be it. I don't know. I mean, you see how college quarterbacks do. Cough, yeah. cough, Urban Meyer. But they peak in college. One thing, Carlin, um, before we ask Lance his prediction, you texted me, Arizona is winning. <laughs> While yeah. we were recording. What is that about? Because you just picked USC. Baseball. Oh, baseball. Air- oh. Playoffs are <laughs> on right now. Uh, I've been watching all the playoff games just because me and my buddy are going to do a recap of all 
of playoff baseball and baseball at the end of this month in November, like whenever the World Series comes to an end. So we've been watching it, and the Arizona Diamondbacks just kicked the Milwaukee Brewers out of the World Series run. That's what I meant. And the Philadelphia Phillies are most likely about to win. So, Oh, geez. Okay. Uh, Lance, Arizona in baseball just had a win. Will the college football team have a win here, Lance? I don't think they'll have the same kind of success. I think USC is going to win. Short and sweet. USC wins. Okay. I'm going to take USC as well. I'm going to take them. Easy way to end the episode. And, yep, USC should win. But next week, they play Notre Dame. And I would be very curious to see who we pick for that game. But Is it in USC or is it in Notre Dame? I think it's in Notre Dame. I'm going to actually, I'm going to double check right now because I do want to talk about that. Um, It is in Notre Dame. What time is the game? 7.30. Do you think it's going to be college game day again? Um... I'll look at I'll look at the schedule at the moment. Yeah, look at the for, games next year. I'll look at the games for week seven. Though that this could change depending on who's ranked and who's not. Um. Okay, there is Oregon versus Washington and eight versus seven at the moment. That game is happening next week. Yeah, it would be that or USC Notre Dame. They could do Oregon Washington. Honestly, I could see that to change it up. But that game is at 3.30, though. Yeah, but the Red River Showdown's at noon. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, it could, I'd say either Oregon-Washington or USC-Notre Dame. So, yeah, it could go either way. But that is a discussion for next week's episode. So that's going to do it for this week's episode, week six. Uh, we differed a little bit. Uh, the Oklahoma-Texas game, I'm by myself picking Oklahoma. Uh, Alabama, Texas A&M. Carlin is alone picking Texas A&M. Kentucky and Georgia. I am alone in picking Georgia. And Fresno State versus Wyoming. Carlin is alone in picking Wyoming. So those are where we differed. So this is kind of my last chance here. If I do terrible, Carlin's probably going to run away with this little competition we have. I'm not going to lie if he goes 4-0 against me. But we'll see. I'm very excited. College football It's going to be a very exciting week. So thank you all for listening. Thank you, Lance, again for joining us. It's an honor to have you as, a, honestly, a frequent guest speaker. So we, I thank you for joining once again. But, Sir, yes. got you guys. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So. This episode, like we said at the beginning, it dropped on Thursday. Nothing's going to drop Friday. Nothing's going to drop Saturday. Nothing's going to drop Sunday. And most likely, nothing's going to drop Monday. I don't think we're going to do a reaction unless we're bored. But unless we're really bored and we feel like doing it. But but likely the next episode that drops will be Under the Lights, October 10th edition on Tuesday. So that means... To everybody who sent in questions last time, thank you. Do it again because we need more questions because we answered all of them. Uh, so send in questions. If you've yet to send us a question, you can send them to me directly, uh, John, or Carlin directly 
or send them to any of our social medias, personal social medias or the Inside the Dome social medias. So make sure to send us questions. We need more, and we love talking and answering your questions. So that's going to drop Tuesday, and then we'll have the rest of the normal episodes uh, this week in the NFL. Fantasy football will return next week, and college football, week seven edition, will drop next Friday, probably. So that's what's in store. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, on Twitter slash X, on Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube as well. Thank you for everybody watching on YouTube. Make sure to follow all of those. You can find all of the links and all of the podcast platforms in the link in bio. If you're on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, go to the podcast website and click the link in bio there. But other than that, this has been a fun week for Carlin and I. We had a lot of fun talking about sports. Thanks to Jordan for joining this week, too. And thank you for Lance for joining today. But other than that, with Carlin Jacob and Lance Johnson, I'm John Dodaro. Have a great day, everyone, and see you next time on Inside the Dome.